Hey. Hey. I'm already tired. <laughs> you can't be tired. Uh, we used up all our energy getting here. No. <sighs> you ruined everything. <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> You don't got it all. Yep, so this one's going to be 0% funny. Get ready. <laughs> you ready for no funny? For a pile of garbage. We already used it up. What is what is 0% funny? Like, what's not funny at all? Holocaust. <laughs> well, apparently I'm wrong. No, it, you're right. <laughs> I'm just mad that you thought something immediately. I was thinking, like... Um, yeah, something just like really banal, not something like horrifying. <laughs> like a mug, you know, just like a pink mug. I out horrified you. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to be horrified. <laughs> What's something that's zero percent? I bet you can't even think of it. I bet you can't. I bet you can't even think of something that's not funny. The Holocaust. <laughs> Remember that we suffered. Mm, yeah. Oh, you forgot for Those a moment. Darn Jews always bringing up the Holocaust <laughs> like it's relevant to everything. Uh, see, for a moment you forgot that we suffered, so I had to bring you back. That's true. Got to bring you back. What's zero percent funny? Hitler. It's like that's not true. Hitler was funny. Hitler is just a freaking He's weirdo. He's a riot. He's a uh, yeah. <laughs> a riot of murder. Yeah murderous f-head he's but like great. as a person like just as a creature and a being is it like a phenomenon he's very funny uh a phenomenon just the the, All the, the anger from art school that fueled him for the rest of his life you know what i think of sometimes when i talk to my art school friends is they that they, they all have that anger in them yeah. <laughs> art school just brings that out in people just breaks you <laughs> it does they're under so much Especially stress if you fail Woof. oh it's bad We've seen what it does. I don't know why we don't have more mass murdering architects. Don't let history repeat itself. <laughs> Pass your art Pass students. Pass your art students. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's, what's more worthwhile? Uh, than saving humanity. Than saving humanity. Yeah. You're, you're doing the Lord's work. What if you saved the manatees? What if you saved humanities? Those are the human manatee Humanities. <laughs> I was talking to somebody, we were talking about how cute manatees are, and I was like, but gosh, they're stupid. And they were like, no, they they're are. not dumb. And I'm like, they yeah. are dumb. They, I'm not saying that insultingly. I love them, but they, they just, are stupid. They don't have to be smart. Yeah. They, you don't, just, they weren't evolved to be smart. You don't need to be smart to outrun grass. Right, but you do to not be hit by boats. Yeah, but yeah. they didn't grow up with boats. No. No one grows up with boats. And then they're like, what is that? <laughs> what is it? And then they die. Have you seen the gift set of a... Uh, Manatee just like hitting the wall, yeah, and it's nose <laughs> over and over, again. and it's nose squishes like. Bonk, bonk. <laughs> They're the cutest, cutest, <sighs> chubbiest animal. Hysterical history, hysterical zoology is our H- new one. Hysterical zany I would, zoology. I would love that. You I'd would. be great at that show. You would. I wouldn't. Um, Maybe that should be my my spinoff. Your solo, yeah. yeah. You leave me and you start zany zoology. Well, uh, you could do all the history yokes, and I could do all the animal yolks. yolks. This is the Swedish saying. I love a good yolk. A good yolk. I like to put the L in there, even though it doesn't belong. Uh, yolk. Uh, yolk. <laughs> it's ah, a yolk. Ah, funny egg is a yolk. <laughs> and if you're French, you'd say oof. Oof. I don't care. <laughs> I'm no not. Oof. I'm not French. <laughs> 
If I was French, I'd say oof. <laughs> I'd say oof just to make them wince. Maybe like what? Mm, don't what do that. Oof. What is that's not a word? Get out. It's nonsense. No, you no, you can't bring your sandwich with you. Leave the sandwich. Yes. Sandwich. Get out. There are no sandwiches. No sandwich. What are we doing? I don't know. Podcast. <sighs> Hysterical history. Yeah. I'm Haley. I'm Alexis. And we used up all our funny, so now we can start talking about the topic. And being what was the banal. what was the line I wanted you to remember? What are you talking about? Peter. Or what are you doing? Peter. Peter. It's from what we what we do in the shadows in the night times. Uh-huh. Dark time shadows. Peter. Peter. <laughs> and it was Peter. Peter. I'm doing Peter the Great. The best of all the Peters. Peter ever existed. In English, it's pronounced Peter the best. Peter the best. Of the whole world. Better than all the rest. Special boy Peter the best. Better than anyone else. Um, He's like, I'm so cool, you have to call me this. And they're like, okay, you're Peter the best. And he's like, oh, I guess. Oh, oh well, I suppose. There's that line from, um, from Wicked uh-huh. in my favorite song. Um, called Wonderful, right? Um, and he says, uh, Wonderful, if you insist. I will be wonderful. I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm wonderful. And I'm like, it's adorable. I guess. Yep, there we go. So if you know anything about Russia, Russia? pre-20th century, you know either about Catherine or Peter. Catherine was pretty great. Peter's like, okay. Yeah. Peter's, oh, he's fine. Catherine's a bomb. Catherine's great. Super cool. Super great. Love Bay Catherine. Yeah. One day we'll talk about her, but not today. <sighs> not today. Today of it's Peter. Maybe you know about Ivan. Do people Terrible. know do people know about Ivan? Bad. And they probably also know you don't invade during the winter. Yes. Unless your name is Batu Khan. And you have Mongols. Right. Mongols can invade whenever they want. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, they're the exception, just like John Green says in his history. <laughs> Mongols are the exception. Uh, and it makes sense because horses can't really cross big rivers, but they can cross ice. Perfect. Makes sense. They're like winter. Perfect. Winter's great. Uh, so let's talk about Peter. Peter. Yes. We know who. <laughs> no, Peter. Uh, Peter's Peter. Peter is a Peter. Mm-hmm. All the Peters in my life recently uh, are just a-holes. Yeah. And it's it must be a Peter thing. I think so. Peter? There's certain names. We were talking about this with um with Angela's, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. They're all kind of... Um, They're all... Stuck up. Cut from the same cloth. Yeah, and controlling. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry to Angela's who listened to this. Controlling I'm monsters. I'm sure you're lovely. <laughs> Right. But all the Angela's I know. <laughs> uh, so Peter has kind of a monster quality to him. He's kind of a Tony Soprano Tony Stark. A Tony Stark. Kind of a Tony Stark. <laughs> crossed with a bit of um, mustache, but like a big one. Mm. Not too big. I love me a big mustache. Mm, do you? I do. Okay. I think it's because my dad has a mustache. Sure. Uh, so Peter's good at what he do. Uh, Kingen. Uh, yeah, but he's violent. Mm. And he has a touch of that never really grew up, eternal uh, yes. adolescent thing. That's common in the royal families. Yeah. Uh, so he's the fourth Romanov. His parents were czars before him. Great. He uh, 
they're like, son, when you grow up, you're also going to do this. It's family business. And he's like, mm, okay. I want to paint. <laughs> kind of. He's like, I really like toy boats and astrolabes and reading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> toy boats? Come on, dude. <laughs> and build little ship buildings. Uh, and I like doing little toy wars with my toys. No. He does. I mean, yeah. It's terrible. It's a little boy. Yeah. No, it's like, um, who is it? Louis, Louis the 16th, I think. Mm-hmm. Who like was really into locks. Oh, sure. And I'm like, that's not what? That's not, that doesn't even feel like a real hobby. That's what? Not, that's not a thing. I like locks. I'm like, okay. I really like locks. It's, be quiet. <laughs> You're go so to your, weird. Go to your corner. Please go have sex with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> go have a child. He's like, no, I want to go hunting and play with the locks. And I'm like, You're Something, useless. Something's wrong with you. His, uh, Peter. Yeah. Peter's tutor uh, Nikita Moiseyevich Zotov let him develop his own personality. Mistake. Mistake. That's not what tutors are for. It's like a Montessori school. No. Uh, Mistake. Mistake. (laughs) We're just throwing a lot of people under the bus. (laughs) Which this guy, uh, people say it's like, oh, he was actually a really uh, good tutor and like taught him a bunch of stuff. I want to read you an excerpt from a handbook of the principal families in Russia. Okay. Which notes Nikia Zotov, preceptor or instructor sure. of Peter the First, Peter the Great, mm-hmm. and afterwards buffoon to the same prince. At a time when the Tsar found himself under the influence of liquor, received of him the title of Count in the year seventeen ten. He died in the year seventeen seventeen, and his descendants were forbidden to bear the title so handsomely earned by their predecessor. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> He's drunk and he's like, you should be a count. Oh, you're going to be a count. You're going to be a count. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to count you and you're going to be a count. <laughs> One, two, three. I don't even I know. I see if, three of you. Does that joke even work in Russian? Count. I don't know. <laughs> I hope it does. Email probably, us. Probably not. Email us, Russia. <laughs> uh, but not any spies. <laughs> but Peter has something called the all-joking, all-drunken synod of fools and jesters. Mm. And he develops slowly. Which was basically his own little club of buffoons and hooligans. Yeah. Kind of. It's uh, all of his like closest friends and some of the people that he just likes more than others. He's like making a, he's making a like comedy club. Uh, It's like a little hell club. Yeah. But it's not funny. Well, it's like a comedy club, but it's not funny. I don't know what that means. Well, comedy clubs usually go and like tell jokes. Yeah. Uh, They just drink a lot and they go out into the into the forests and oh. ask people for drinks and things. It's very weird. And they're like, can I stay at your house? So I'm drunk. So it's an alcoholics club. It's an alcoholics club. Right. Where Peter probably tells them to do weird things and they're like, okay, I'm drunk and right. you're the czar. Sounds good. <laughs> I don't want to die. I saw so. you murder someone last week and so it's uh, great. It's fine. Oh, I was going to say, doing the, like, a learn whatever you want approach is not good if you're royalty, because there are things, especially, I think, for Russians, because there are things um, that you're supposed to know for when you interact with other courts of people and other royals, like, that they expect you to know. And if you're just kind of goofing, you're going to look really bad. He, by all accounts, was very intelligent. Well, that's good. Uh, And he knew... Many languages. Um, yeah. He had mastered like 16 different crafts, 
which is much more than most royalty at the time. Uh, So he was very educated. He's very intellectual, and he likes reading, and he likes learning. So he's very self-directed. And he's he's not like some of the rulers we've met who just kind of goof off all the time. Yeah. He's just, he's very smart, but he drinks a lot. Right. I'm like, well, and then maybe that worked for him, I guess. Like, for him to just be like, oh, just learn what you want. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's a very specific case because normally they don't so well with that. Right. Uh, usually terrible. Yes. Uh, Peter becomes our exclusively, uh, well, not exclusively, he becomes our in 1682 at the age of 10-ish. Too early. Uh, and he doesn't become sole ruler until he's like 24. Wow, that's really late. Uh, well, yeah, because in between... Well, we've, as we've demonstrated before, it's generally not a good idea to put 10-year-olds in charge of anything. Of course. And he's got a brain in him, so he's going to do better in the long run than anyone right. we've talked about so far, um, even if it still tends toward the cruel and unusual as adolescent male brains seem to do when you give them unlimited authority and power over everyone around them. Of course. Which is always a big mistake. Don't Terrible. do it. Uh, he, like I said, he enjoys... His hobbies, shipbuilding and drinking, his little toy houses mm-hmm. and drinking as, uh, what does Wikipedia call it? Uh, substantial amounts of alcoholic beverages. <laughs> so clinical. Is how they put it. Wodka. Uh, among other things. Mm-hmm. He really likes whiskey. Oh. Brandy, uh, claret, wine. Just pretty much anything. That, it's like, does it have alcohol in it? I'll take does it. Does it have alcohol? Great. Great. Give me 20. <laughs> I'm not sharing. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm not sharing. You guys have to get your own drinks. Get out. I hate everyone but me. Leave I'm, the cask and uh, I'll <laughs> see you tomorrow. Leave it there by the door. <laughs> you can t- take it away in the morning. Deliver a new one in the morning. <laughs> He's like a milkman, but just bring him alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and he leave. drinks it all that one day. Yeah. It's not a weekly, it's a daily. It's a daily. It's his pack of, he's like a six packs of cigarettes a day, but yeah. it's all vodka. Ugh. And whiskey. Whiskey. So uh, there's a tale. He was an experimenter with explosives. Don't. Which is a, I think, Wikipedia Britannica-esque way of saying that he was a little child who liked blowing things up. Yeah. Uh, He's a pyromaniac. Yeah. He likes playing practical jokes on statesmen and his tutors and just anyone who's nearby. By blowing them up? Uh, Yeah. And anyone who can't run fast enough to escape the couriers when they deliver messages, like, he wants to play with you. And they're like, "Uh, maybe not. I don't want to. Maybe not. Uh, Uh, Does he have any explosives today? uh, But one of my sources says there was a great waste of powder in all the sham fights. And when the fights were over, an almost greater waste in fireworks. In these elaborate and fearful firework displays, men got their heads blown off. Others, uh, like the son-in-law of, I believe, one of his tutors, was just burned to death. No! I was joking. (laughs) Don't actually kill people. We're in Russia history. You gotta buckle up. You gotta buckle up. I thought he was just goofing. (laughs) I thought he was just going hee-hee and blowing it up near them, and they were like, ah! <laughs> they were. And it was like a YouTube video. It was. No, people's heads blew up. People's heads get cut off on YouTube. Oh, it's bad. You- I don't watch that part the, of YouTube. That the, doesn't happen for me. The dark YouTube. I don't like it. <laughs> no. Sorry. You're not going to make it through this. <laughs> You're not going to make it. Oh. oh, we're not even a little bit into it. 
Okay. Uh, Peter's sister, Sophia, ran the show while he was off blowing people up with explosives. I thought you were just going to say blowing people <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Who no, knows? Anyway. Maybe. She uh, sounds cool he already. Was, he was all. She's a lady <laughs> and in charge. I like her. Yeah, she was all for, like, lady empowerment. Great. And not being Peter. Great. And so he. Big improvement. He locked her up in a convent forever. Oh. Yeah. It could have been worse. Could have killed her. He could have blown her up. He could have blown her up. I know. So when all the relatives are dead or just they gone. Have convents in Russia? Yeah, they're very religious. I know, but I didn't know that, because um, they're doing Eastern Orthodox mm-hmm. at, th- at this time, yeah? I mean, it maybe it's not, haven't. it might not be like an abbey, but sure. it's just somewhere. She's in exile. Okay, because no, I just didn't know if they had nuns or not, or like a nun equivalent. I don't know almost anything about the Eastern Orthodox Church, I'm going to be honest. Beards. Except that it's in Russia. And Beards. They have weird hats. Hats. Hats, beards, and good buildings. Sure. Beautiful. But, like, actual religion? Don't know. So, uh, anyway, 24, soul ruler, sky's the limit. Take it to the limit, Peter. He's a big boy. Um, He's, like, 6'8". Oh. He's a big boy. That's even a big boy right now. That's a big boy right now. Back then, he's enormous. That's terrifying. It's so big. That's... Well, that's like, um, what's his face? Oh, I have to remember. He was a murderer. Okay. Um, I want to say it was Ed Kemper, but it might have been Gein. Ed uh, Gein, I, I get them know. confused. But um, he tried to become a police officer, and he was too tall. Oh, right. It was like, they let him you're too much. Because he was like 6'9". Yeah, you're too and much. They were like, and I'm just like, imagine if you have a cop that's 6'9". I'm like, this, the cops are already scary just because of their uniforms. Right. And their power. And then also, he's a giant. And you're too big. And so this guy is even more powerful because he's in charge of your whole country. And he's a giant. And he's a giant And you've seen him man. blow people's heads up <laughs> when he was a kid. Right. That was uh, when he was a kid and he was just fooling around. Now it's for realsies. Now he can just pick you up and just hold you <laughs> and while your little legs kick. Uh, yeah, he probably does that a couple times. <laughs> I'm sure he does it. Just giggles. He, he, he. That's true. So he's most famous, I suppose, for his sweeping changes to Russia and trying to modernize slash westernize it. Good luck. Good luck. It never works. Uh, A lot of people, especially in the 19th century, are like, that was a mistake. Probably. You did bad. Yep. And we're going to change the name of your city because we hate you. Uh, So this includes everything from enforcing Western codes of dress and outlawing the kind of Asian style uh, dress that they had before to uh, him deciding his his big dream is to build a navy and to be a big maritime power. Which is dumb. Which is dumb because they don't really have access to the ocean or have a navy or have boats. And just like... We know what happens with their name. <laughs> we already it's know. It's really bad. We know what your kids do with it. It's just, not great. Stop it. Just, you have other strengths. If you guys haven't listened to, um, I think the episode's called Tales of Laughter. Yes. The Russo-Japanese War. It's one of the earlier ones. Um, it's it's just a big embarrassment it's the bad. whole time. Russia loses a war out of embarrassment. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> they get going, they try, and they 
they're, just they're winning in all ways except for like just they they destroy themselves. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating, and so they don't need a navy. <laughs> Big mistake, Peter. Peter. <coughs> Peter, you don't need a navy. You don't. But he thinks he does. So first he has to get access to the ocean. Oh, wait. Can I tell? Can I say something about the dress code? Yes. What's up with that? What do you mean? <laughs> it's, it's so weird. To be... Your, your clothes are too Asian. <laughs> get rid of them. I mean, yeah. If you want to be European, you have to dress like a European. It's such a, it's such a weird thing. Because <laughs> when you said that, I thought you meant like weights and measures and road systems <laughs> You I mean, know, and like, <laughs> like goods. You yeah, know, like they order a lot of goods from Europe, so they have like similar cuisines, right. or Something, mm-hmm. and like government. And then the first thing you said was, "All your clothes are stupid." Now they have to be Western. It's gonna you get got those Asian clothes. <laughs> it's gonna get rid of it's them. It's gonna get worse. In fact, I'm gonna skip ahead to this. I was gonna tell you later. So, uh, my friend Will at work, I asked him, like, "Do you have any uh, funny history things? Sure, like you know, as an idea for the podcast." And he right. said, "Do you know?" Russia once had a beard tax. Really? I'm like, what? Tell me immediately. Tell me everything. He's like, I don't really know that much. Uh, I just know that they had it. And it's, awesome. that's amazing and so and weird. And Peter? I'm like, it's Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, it was always you. Peter. Peter, it was always you. Peter. Peter. He's obsessed with what people look like. He's he very is. vain. He is. He's kind of vain. Yeah. Well, let me find my, my beard. Yeah, the first thing you said, it was like, we have to look the part. (laughs) Yeah. It really is. It really is. is, Because their hearts and minds are not with it. No. Uh, So we're skipping the whole bar, the whole part where he goes on a fact finding mission. It's like the Oregon Trail of Europe. Oh, I want to do that, though. I mean, we can't. I want to tell you about the beard tax. I mean, tell me about the beards, but go back to the fact-finding. Of course, I will. A lot of the good stuff happens there. But this beard tax, after his triumphant return to Russia, Uh at the end of his voyage, it's like 1698, almost the 1700s. Oh, baby. Um, They throw a big party for him. They're like, woo, Peter's back. It's Peter. It's Peter. It's Peter. (laughs) Not quite the... Pita? It's like Eastern European <laughs> via Kiwi yeah. through American. Amazing. <laughs> the best accent. Uh, Hanoi. Hanoi. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, uh, so he's, they throw them this big party, this big reception, and his, uh, his commander, the commander of his army, his second uh, in command are there, a host of aides and diplomats. And then all of a sudden, the big, happy, festive mood just plunges because Peter pulls out a razor and starts shaving people. What? He's like, okay, I'm back. Times are changing right now. And he starts shaving people. Whoa. Like right there. Whoa. Uh, pulls out a massive barber's razor. It's biographer Robert like K. Like a straight razor? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, massive barber's razor, no. I assume. I mean, Selena Sweeney Todd, these people. <laughs> Not if it's sharp. Uh, if he knows what he's doing, uh, I wouldn't put it I past mean, him. Sweeney Todd so. also shaves the dude's beard in that movie. Yeah. So, so after passing amongst his friends and embracing them, he began shaving off their beards. And it's uh, excuse me, what? Excuse me, excuse He ordered police to forcibly shave people. Whoa! If they didn't want to. Because there was a huge backlash against this. The church was very against it. Right. Uh, Members of the Russian Orthodox Church were especially critical. Uh, 
saying it was blasphemous. To shave. To shave. They're they're like let it grow people. Let it grow. Yeah. They're be, they're be like proud. beardliness is holiness people. Yeah. Uh speaking of Ivan the Terrible, he uh there's a quote by him. He says, Shaving the beard is a sin the blood of all martyrs will not wash away. Whoa. It would mean blemishing the image of man as God created him. Think of it first. <laughs> <laughs> of all of the sins Ivan committed and he's like don't shave your beard or Don't. God will strike you down. God will murder you in the your soul. The reason God hasn't murdered me is because I didn't shave. I didn't shave. I'm Ivan the Terrible. Well, and in Russia, like, beards have a utilitarian use. Like, yeah, they keep you warm. They keep your face warm because it's freezing all the time. But so do, like, coats. I guess. And scarves. But and like, we need to be like Europe. They're part of Russian culture. He's just like, this culture is deleted. Shave your face. It's interesting you say that because Russia, like, since then, or especially since, like, the 19th century, is the, the whether you have a beard or not is very political. They go through phases. Right. So it's, uh, now it's it's much more of a statement than it used to be. Bizarre. Yeah. So nobody likes it sure. that people are going around getting shorn like lambs. Yeah. It's terrible. That's fair. Uh, and Peter, to his credit... It just kind of goes like, uh, whatever. Yeah. He's in charge. Yeah. doesn't matter what well, you want. Well, it doesn't matter, but instead of, like, putting these people to death, which he could have oh, done, sure. he just he just makes a beard tax. Right. And he makes them pay for it. Pay me money. Uh, and, again, to his credit, it's based on income. So if you're really rich, oh. you have to pay, like, 100 rubles. Mm -hmm. And if you're really poor, it's just a couple kopecks. And if you pay, you have to carry a little coin around that says, I paid to the tax and I get to have a beard like a special boy. I have to tell you something about Mormons real quick and Okay. Beards. So, like, we have a weird culture in our church about beards. Mm -hmm. Like, um, they're, we're not, not allowed to have them. Like, lots of people I know are Mormon have beards. But there's certain things you can't do if you have a beard that seem very arbitrary and strange. Like, there's certain things in the temple you can't do if you have a beard, which doesn't make sense. Because, like, like uh, there's no reason. Um... You can't be a bishop if you have a beard, well, or you're not supposed to be. A lot of things are arbitrary it's in true. religion. Um, but also at BYU, which mm -hmm. are church schools, but they like have extra rules that the church doesn't have. Sure, um, just to go there, um, you they don't allow you to have beards. No, you have to shave your face. Yeah, um, but you can get a beard card. <laughs> they have a beard card. They too. do um, nice. because some people have beards. Um, to hide, like, like, mysteries and secrets. Yeah, if they had, like, scarring or something. Um, some people, like, get really bad rashes because of razors and stuff. So it's, like, basically, like, for a medical reason, they're like, I want this beard to right. be happening. Sometimes people are acting, um, and so they need... And, like, a lot of times it's for church stuff, and they're, it's, they're supposed to be, like, for, like you know, around when the time of Jesus is mm -hmm. happening. So they're like, I have to have a beard, because everyone does, or else I'll look stupid. Yeah. Um, so there are, like, reasons you can get a beard card, but that's what it's reminding of me. Was it a <laughs> real coins. thing, or was it a TV show you're telling me about that, like, the guy had uh, little swastikas underneath his beard? It was a TV show. That's, like, the craziest oh, point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's so strange. The most ridiculous. But it was amazing. Like, what? Scusi? When they shaved his face, I went berserk. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? Oh, man. Uh, so that beard tax in Russia lasted until 1772. So long. It's like half a century like, after he dies. Oh my 
Yeah, that's like 80 years from when you said it was, right? Mm-hmm. It's a long time. It's a long time. Until <laughs> people are like, we should get rid of that. That's stupid. <laughs> that's Why so, are we still doing that? I mean, it's, I guess it's a good source of income, but we don't have to do that anymore. Right. Let's tax things like, you know, normal people, like property or something. So it's, you know, the peasants are getting rowdy, so we... You know, in a few years, they're going to murder everyone. Right. And a little bit, it does feel like, you know, obviously you said the tax is less for poor people, but also poor people have less money. And it does feel a little bit um, elitist because it's like maybe poor people can't afford to shave. Yeah. And to just be able to do that grooming, I guess. So it's like it feels a little targeted, but I don't know if it was on purpose or not. I don't think it was. I think it was just you're all dirty Russians and I want to be Western. Clean. Clean. Clean your face. You must be clean. Cleanse you. <laughs> mm, cleansed. Um, Say it that way. Sorry. <laughs> After this, we're going to watch an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. You've um, decided for us. Yes, okay. it's related. They all get the plague. Ooh. And Danny DeVito, like, shaves his whole body because he wants Gross. to be clean. It's amazing. No. I don't know <laughs> if I want to watch it. so good. Uh. I should have gotten an award for that. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, uh, so back to the before times in Russia, the land before time before. I mean, kind of. That's kind of appropriate. Yeah, yeah anything east of the Ural Mountains is the land before time. Yeah. It's where the dinosaurs lived, basically. Yeah. Uh, so we're back to Peter's just kind of starting out. He wants a boat farm. <laughs> To beat up people. Yeah, that's what they call them, boat farms. <laughs> Where the boats Gotta get, get the boats bored. to mate so they can produce baby boats. <laughs> that's so how that it's we can join done. the boat brigade. His big boat hobbies, like, gotta, gotta get a couple boats At and this time, scrunch them together so they, they make more boats. Do they have water access? I don't actually know. I know he has to go through two wars okay. to get at least more, so I don't, I don't sure. think they do. Right. Like, they, um, they don't have the... Uh, what, are, what is it even called? Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, like what the is Baltic it? states. Oh, those, those are Baltics. I always get Baltics and Balkans in my brain confused. Mm. Balkans are south. They're, yeah. they're more like Baltic states. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, if they don't have them, then their their only other access is um, what is it? The Black Sea or whatever uh, down south. I don't even and know. I don't if, think that they have that either. No, because that's Turkey right now. Yeah, and that's so one. Just, that's one of the people. So he has to go to war with Sweden and the Ottomans. <sighs> To get ocean access. So stupid. He kind of wins against Sweden. Like, he does get access. Okay. Uh, he does not win against the Ottomans. Of course not. Hello? Stupid. Idiot. <laughs> With boats? For four boats. No, I know, but like he wants, is he attacking them with boats? No. Oh, okay. I think it's mostly a land war. That's better. It'd be, it'd be outrageous to try to, because he doesn't have a fleet at this time. Yeah, I thought he built like a couple boats and then he was like, let's get some more space for more boats. No. <laughs> I'm like, don't attack the Ottomans with boats. That'd be so unwise. Yeah. Okay. So you'd have to swim, not swim, you'd have to sail. <laughs> they just all they don't the- have boats, so they just swim. <laughs> Well, boys, gotta swim. Gotta, they're pirating the boats. That would actually be slightly smart. That'd be slightly smarter. Yeah, and then uh, they don't even have to build them. And then hopefully they made like those boats are better than the ones they would have made anyway. No, because that's no. not the European way. No. That's the dirty peasant way. <laughs> dirty Russian way. We're not doing. That We're not way. being Russian anymore. We're gonna <laughs> no, be. We quit. <laughs> We're gonna be Western. Darn it! I want to say something about there. There's something about countries that are right on the cusp. 
between two continents mm-hmm. that they always have this problem. They, they get where, bipolar about themselves. Yeah, and they they get lumped in with one group and they always want to be with a different group. Like Egypt has that thing where they're like, we're not African, we're in the Middle East. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're technically on the continent of Africa, but mm-hmm. they don't want to be associated with the stigmas of Africa. Yeah. So they're like, no, no, Middle East. Middle, no, no, Middle East. And in a lot of ways, they are more like the Middle East. Like, sure, than the rest of Africa. But don't deny what continent you're on. Right. We can all see you. <laughs> we know where you we're are. We're in space. We can see you. We're in space. <laughs> we can see we're you. We're currently in space orbiting the Earth. We see you from I the s- International we, Space Station. We see you, Egypt. <laughs> you are. I don't have my giant binoculars. <laughs> don't lie. Don't lie. I see you. Um, but the same with Turkey. Like, Turkey's always trying to get up in the European Union, yeah. and then Europe's always like, you're not European. Be quiet. And they're European? like, we have a nub. And then we're like, that's not a nub. <laughs> stop, first of all, stop saying nub. <laughs> Second of all, you said nub, so you're not allowed in the club. So, no. So no. the French are always in charge because yeah. they invented the club. They started it. So they're like, so no. You said nub. You keep saying nub. So you're out. So you're out. No one who says nub. That's what. Like, what do you want to be in the European Union for? You don't want to use the euro. What are you doing? I don't think. I don't know what their money is, though. I have no idea. In Turkey, so. But Most yeah, of my Russia, Turkey knowledge is old. Right. And Russia, too. And Russia's got the weird thing where it's so big mm-hmm. that they touch so many other countries, but they use so little of it mm-hmm. that almost all of their people live next to Europe. But Europe's like, ah, you're kind of Asia, though. Mm-hmm. And then Russia's like, no, we're not. We're then, just like you. And then other times they're like, screw you. Yeah. We're Russians. And they just so turn their back. We're our own thing. Yeah. But those countries in the middle, they just, yeah, they don't know what to do. That's fair. Maybe it's our problem for making them try to fit into one or the other. Maybe. Maybe you should just be you. But the, yeah, there's something there's something about being a country like in the United States where we don't have left, you know, countries left to right just up and down and then we're just like, okay, well. Right, there's no, no like in between sort of Canada. Well, that's not true. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just drag them. <laughs> I mean, that's not dragging them. Canada's great. So is Minnesota. Drag him out into the light. It's you, Minnesota. It's you. It's always you. It's just you. (laughs) It's always you. We love you, Minnesota. But they they don't have like an am I Canada? Am I America? They're clearly America. They just have Canadian influence. That's true. They never. They're not having an identity crisis. (laughs) They're just a love child. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, So Peter goes on a tour of Europe. Right. It's part fact-finding mission. It's part uh, getting people to support him in his war against mm-hmm. the Ottomans, right. uh, which never really works out. He fails pretty hard with the Ottomans. And that's like, and that's a good stance of like, help a European out against Asia, mm-hmm. right? Like that's solidly putting him into the camp of, I'm European, we're not Asian, let's fight the Asians. Right. <laughs> Because as far as I know, he never campaigns for help against Sweden. Like, I think Poland helps a little bit. Poland. Or, like, mercenaries who just happen to be Polish. Oh, uh, yeah. That would make uh, sense. You, you know, but he does eventually kind of win. I mean, he gets land from Sweden. but Sure. You know. But they're just like, just take it. I don't freaking care. Don't it's full of, like, it's probably mostly full of Finns. This is a waste of time. <laughs> They're more like you anyway. Take them. You're really annoying. <laughs> and they're really annoying. Just go drink together. Really, I don't care. it's more of a burden. <laughs> <laughs> Take it. Oh, we're in a mood. It's really good. <laughs> Just 
to drag everybody. No, I just drag him. Uh, so he's on his tour of Europe. Mm-hmm. Less dysentery, more drinking than the Oregon Trail. Uh, what, how is it compared to what's his face, Sir Dashwood, who just went around and banged everybody in Europe? It's similar. Okay. Uh, not as many tales of banging. Okay. Uh, he he is like a curious boy, and he is there to get information. Right. So we have lots of tales of him. He first of all, the important part, he's traveling with an entourage of like a couple thousand people. That's too many. That's too many. First Whoa. of all. Second of all, he's going undercover uh, as a carpenter. His uh, Peter's code name is Peter. <laughs> Um, Pyotr Mikhailov, a six foot eight boy who looks exactly like the Russian czar and is definitely not the czar of Russia. Why do they do this? Why are they like this? There's so many of them. Also, I have to tell you, so in Teen Wolf... Um, oh, that I've been yeah. watching. Yeah. There's that one of the baddies um, says she, she like come you know comes back with a new name, mm-hmm. right? So they don't know who she is. Yeah, um, she looks different, um, but she chooses a name with the same initials as her old name. And she said there's like some correlation between that that like studies have shown that people when they're choosing an alias will pick something that's very similar to their real name uh-huh. um, and she was you know it's supposed to be like poetic it's like oh I think that's them trying to still hold on to the, their identity right because your name is your identity sure. and then his his code name is Peter so my, name, like, <laughs> my name is Sergeant Peter oh like like the czar uh, Peter no no who mm, no uh, Piotr Mikhailov. Yeah, I am yeah. completely different. I am carpenter. Who who is Tsar Peter? Who? <laughs> who? They're like he runs your country and like, your country. Oh, it's about your height. No, there are two thousand people here, and none of them are as tall as you. None of them are six eight. But the he's like no no Tsar uh, didn't did not come. Oh no. Uh, I'm busy. just carpenter. Just carpenter. Peter. I love putting together. Um, Chairs? Mm. He's I like, trying to think of something that he wants to carpentry with. By the, by the way, his first stop is Holland because he wants to go study shipbuilding with the Dutch East India Company. Smart. Yes. He is a smart boy. Yes. He's not, I mean, he, the Peter he does things like going under a code name Peter. And while, pretending to be a carpenter. Uh, but in other ways, he's very smart. Right. Uh, like I, he he goes on another small trip to France in particular, and he spends like half of his time in the botanical gardens and the Society of like Science, yeah. and they give him like an honorary like little like award for they, being a special boy. They know he's a czar. Yeah, at that point they know he's a czar. Okay, <laughs> but he's only like the second monarch ever to like sure have that done, or maybe it was the first, and there's only been like two. Yeah. No, one of the first things you said when he's going on a tour of Europe and pretending to not be a royal, I'm like, he's going to get to France and they're just going to like roll their eyes. I don't think anyone was fooled. Oh, I'm sure. But no like, one. especially like, if someone's going to figure it out, I'm like, it's going to be the French court. Yeah. They're just going to be like immediately teasing him about it. I figure everyone's just like, okay, the ambassadors Whatever. are like, Whatever. so we're here to learn about your ships. And there's just like this giant man standing behind them, breathing heavily. And I am Peter. They're like, don't look at him. Look at me. Yeah, yeah. Just me. Look at me in the eyes. Don't right. look at him. He'll do something if you do. Oh, no. Also, uh, don't have a beard because he'll shave it right off. He'll do something to you. He's got a. He's got OCD. 
and his obsession is beer. Oh my gosh. Oh, no. So this is how smart he is. He spends a few months in Holland mm-hmm. and then he goes to Great Britain, of course. Right. Obviously, where he uh, continues his study. They're known for their boats. They're very good at boats. Renowned. Renowned boat people. And Holland. And Holland. Great choices. And he studies shipbuilding there, working in the Royal Navy's dockyard at Deptford, and he also visited factories, arsenals, schools, museums, and even attended a session of Parliament. Great. Shakes a lot of hands with people. As a carpenter. Yeah, introduces himself as Peter Mikhailov, a carpenter. carpenter. I would like to come to Parliament. (laughs) They're like, are you a Zard's like, no, I'm a sergeant. But may I come sit in in Parliament? <laughs> Call me Peter. And they're like, well, no, unless you're the czar, you can't come into Parliament. And he's like, oh, just kidding. Let me go get him. <laughs> I think he came along somewhere. <coughs> I'm not sure, though. Not sure. He's let probably. Me, let me check in the thousands of people who also came with me. Uh, but you're asking, like, how it compares to Dashwood. Yeah. And it compares in that. Uh, there aren't a lot of tales of him like banging his way through Europe, Fair. but it sounds an awful lot like a touring rock band. Uh. Uh, and we get a lot of this intel from he. Peter stays at the house of John Evelyn, okay. a kind of semi-famous. I guess he's not famous over here. He's probably more famous over in England. Uh, writer, diarist, and general bibliophile. Okay. So he writes a ton about like what he does day to day, so we have like really good records. Right. He's a, he journals. Yeah, he, he's a blog blogger. He's a blog boy. Of the time. So we have great documentation of how Peter's behaving uh, because he stays at this man's house. Or misbehaving. Misbehaving. Mm-hmm. And this is how unsubtle it is. John Evelyn writes in his diary, The Tsar Emperor of Muscovy, having a mind to see the buildings and ships, hired my house at Says Court and made it his court and palace. Great. Like, it's right there in the diary. Uh-huh. The Tsar came by and he's living at my house. Right. Great. Sure. Peter is not a great tenant. I bet. He's, he's a drunkard. He's a drunkard. And he's crazy. And he's a little he's crazy. Drunk. And he's got all of his best boys there. Oh. And it's just a madhouse. I need a thousand people. That's so many people. Yeah. So <clears throat> many. Like, way too many. I mean, uh, some of them are ambassadors and, like, translators and stuff, sure. which I don't even think he needs because he can speak all the languages. Right. But the rest of them are, like, specialists, like shipbuilders and stuff, and they're, like, taking notes. Right, but just bring, like, two or three. Not enough. They need, can take notes and need more they can teach the other ones. <laughs> no, need more. Need uh, 2,000. 5,000. All the vodka. A million. <laughs> a million. <laughs> uh, so while they're staying at the house, they're there for, like, three months oh, or something. Oh, gosh. Uh, and while they're there... They break three hundred. Do you house a thousand people for three months? No, no, they buddy. not not no. all of them stay there. Oh my gosh! I know, but still, like maybe twenty. So many stay there. I can't even imagine having one person stay at my house for three months. It's like an all Russian, Buffet. all drunk frat house Ugh. for three months, and they know they're not going to have to live there afterwards, right. which is the worst. So they're just going to wreck it. So they break while they're there 300 panes of glass. What? Use the portraits for target practice. No. And Peter's favorite activity, being pushed in a wheelbarrow through the garden hedge. What a nerd. I know. That's uh, cute, though. <laughs> I know. When through they, the hedge, though. That's weird. I mean, they were drunk out of their minds when they did it. Push me through the hedge. Do it again. Push, again. Push me. Again. But, sir, you're going to hurt. No, push me. Push. <laughs> we could just 
put, th- run you around. No, put through the hedge. I mean, all the other people were drunk too, so they're like, the do side. it again. Yeah. Push him through the hedge. Woo! Woo! I have to break through the hedge. What could be on the other side? Break through the hedge. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. And what, what was his name? Angle. E- Evelyn. Evelyn's just like ugh. Why? He he called in His Majesty's surveyor, Sir Christopher Wren, to view how miserably the czar had left my house. Oh, no. Wren's account of, quote, goods that is lost, broke, and damaged unto them includes three wheelbarrows broke and lost, eight feather beds uh, destroyed, eight bolsters, 12 pair of blankets very much dirtied and spoiled. Uh, the what total, does that mean? <laughs> you know what it means. No. The total damage was estimated at 250 pounds in 1658. That's a lot. Yeah, I tried looking it up on a couple uh, converters, Uh and it's like $60,000 or something. Around 60000 Yeah, it's hard with those because most of them don't go back that far. Right. Like, I had one that went back to 1750 and that one yeah. was, like, around 40000 Right. And I found one that went back that far, like, to the 1600s. That and that one was, like, more like sixty. Yeah. But even then, it's so far back, and there's so many factors in converting oh, currencies. completely. So, you know, a general idea. He super wrecked it. Tens of thousands of dollars it cost. And I want to tell you about a meal they had while they were there. Okay. Uh... A big old meal? Uh, like a feast? Right. It's really bad. Oh. You would not want to host him, even if you could afford barrels of brandy, tons of, just tons of it, gulped by all of these boys. And he would force pretty much anyone in the vicinity to drink huge bowls of brandy until they dropped to the floor or died. Bowls? Bowls. Did you know you could drink brandy from by the trough full? Trough yeah, a bowl is significantly more than a glass. It is. It's like soup. It's a soup bowl of brandy. Versus like <laughs> just a cup. A cup, like a small brandy snifter. Yeah. No, it's a trough. Oh, yeah. And you all drink from it. We'd like you to bathe in it. Uh, so on his visit, he and his entourage of 20, like his, his close-knit squad, disposed at one supper, five ribs of beef, one sheep, Three quarters of a lamb, a shoulder, and a loin of veal, eight pullets, which are young hens, mm-hmm. eight rabbits, three dozen of sack, one dozen of claret, and bread and beer in proportion. Oh, gosh. Before breakfast, they demanded seven dozen eggs with salad, and for breakfast proper, half a sheep, 19 pounds of lamb, 22 chickens, and three quarts of brandy. Uh, uh, maybe not excessive for like 20-ish people. Sure. But it all counts up. It's a lot. It starts adding up over three months. Wow, yeah. Is Evelyn paying for this? I don't think he is. That's good. It's got to be like in the area, feeding all these people. Yeah. Nonsense. Oh, gosh. And you certainly, if they're we gonna, were... They're going to cause a famine. <clears throat> yep. Let me see. It's it's bad. And like other biographers speak of uh, caviar and sour oh cabbage and beet soup and pig stuffed with buckwheat and fish pastries. And they're going to be asking them to make stuff. And they're like, I don't even know what that is. Like, we need borscht right now. <laughs> we need it. Also, Limburger cheese, they mentioned. Oh, uh, of course. So. Russians love stinky stuff. Russians. Yeah. Oh, those Russians. Um, they love they love the the really like concentrated strong flavors. Yeah, a lot of Peter's worst cruelties happened uh, when he was, shall we say, in the cups, drunk, very drunk, mm. or in the bowls, perhaps <laughs> in the trough. Uh, later on, in his trip to Paris, he wrote 
uh, someone, there's only one bottle of vodka left. I don't know what to do. Uh-oh. What do I do? Uh-oh. <laughs> there's only one left. I'm going to die. I'm scared of what he would do if he doesn't have alcohol. <laughs> I mean, I'm scared of him being drunk and doing something terrible, but also, like, what kind mm. of panic he's going to go into, this alcoholic. It's bad. Yeah. So he, he takes the hint that fate is giving him, and he goes back to Russia. Time to go. Uh, he met the Archbishop of Canterbury. He well, received... at this time, most European countries aren't making vodka, right? It's mostly just... I mean, probably not. Why would anyone voluntarily make vodka if they didn't need to? It's true. Yeah, and, they, they, they're they're well, and they're higher class in that. This? They have wine and like this is before the potato. Beans. This is way before the potato. We've talked about potatoes several times yeah. on this, and this right. is before it becomes a thing in, in, uh, uh, in Europe. Yeah, France isn't doing potatoes yet. Uh, Frederick the Great isn't pushing potatoes on his armies yet. Yeah, no one really does potatoes. Right, and if you don't have potatoes, no vodka. No vodka. It's, but you um, gotta go. You gotta go. Back to Mother Russia. He he gets uh, an honorary degree of Doctor of Law from the University of Oxford. Oh, nice. He meets Isaac Newton. Cool. Uh, he returns to Russia and reforms the Strutsy, or National Guard of Moscow. Um, they plan to put Sophia back on the throne and turn back oh. some of the reforms. Interesting. And uh, Peter... Um, oh. Peter reacts well to it. Oh, yeah. He puts down the uprising. He just kind of deals with it. He avails himself to uh, torture a lot of it during the investigation, which follows. Mm -hmm. Suspects were whipped to death. Oh. uh, Stretched until their limbs popped off. No. Uh, Sophisticated little uh, thumb screws that you could like put in the fingers and the toes. Mm. Uh, got a lot of confessions. Right, of course. Of course. I'm sure they're all true. Peter the Great at getting confessions. Hey. Uh. <laughs> uh, and then they beheaded um, a lot of people. Nearly 2,000 guards were beheaded and left lying in public. No. Another 600 or so were seriously tortured, branded, or exiled. Uh. And then he uh, shaved everyone. Again. Because <laughs> while they were gone, the beards grew in, and now they have to leave. No, that that hadn't happened yet. He oh, came right, back, right, right. and then he's like, uh... And... Also... Lose the beard. We're not having beards you anymore. You money. You pay me. Europe um, hates beards. They're gross. Right. He's like, uh, I didn't see one person with a beard <laughs> while I was there. And they all looked at me like I was... A buffoon. And I'm like, no, it's just because you're a giant and you're pretending to be a carpenter. I don't think he had a beard. Oh. All the pictures of him, he has like this tiny little mustache. Oh. I don't think, I honestly think he couldn't grow one. Uh, he that's probably little, why. He's, he's like, jealous. nobody gets a beard if I can't have one. In Europe, no one has a beard. So, he, just, he just finally had an excuse. Yeah, he had an excuse to shave everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and he I, was in a freaking rage because he didn't have any more fun. <laughs> like, he comes back like in a complete like withdrawal. And he's like, I'm going to kill everyone. And, and all the beards. Shave everyone. And they're like, well, if I'd rather. won't be dead. I'll be shaven. <laughs> Death or shaved. I'll be shaved. Oh, yeah. Shave. 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 Shaved. Please. Death or cake? <laughs> Death or cake. Uh, shaved, please. Yeah, shaved. Like, well, we're all out of shaved. Okay. <laughs> we didn't think there'd be such a rush. <laughs> all our blades are dull. <laughs> He's like, I have this this shaver, this cleaver here. Mm-hmm. We can do both. Yeah. Right here in front of God and my country and all these people. 
and my mother, the country. Russia. Russia. So Peter, as we know, hates everything old and dingy and old Russian. Old is out. Old is out. Russian is out. I'm going to go near the ocean where it's a swamp and everything's terrible. Lovely. And build a new city. Is named, he the one that drains a swamp? Uh, yes. Oh, nice. And I'm going to name it after, guess who? Me. Me. It's going to be St. Petersburg. St. Peter's. Mr. Peter. <laughs> Peter. Of course, at the time... Uh, draining a marsh and building a city on it is going to cost you many thousands of lives. It's so hard to do. Uh, historian uh, Karamzin said it was built on tears and corpses. Awesome. It was basically a huge cemetery. I mean, if you fill in the space that's water <laughs> with corpses... It, it's not really drained as much as they just kind of kept building yeah, on just, the bodies. Just build it up on mm-hmm. top of the bodies. I yep. mean, eventually they decay. It's not a great foundation. Right. But if you just, like, put some cement in there or something, it'll work. They don't have cement. I know. I don't think they do. I don't think so. No. But it's like cobbles some, and stuff. something of that I just, you know, something that'll bind them fill together. It, fill it in. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of serfs and slave laborers uh, and Finns and... Russians and their serfs. Just everything all over Russia for many, many years building this city. Uh, maybe tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, uh, are believed to have died from overwork Ugh. and diseases like scurvy and dysentery. Awesome. Uh, I was reading something because a a big chunk of the Russian soul is in St. Petersburg. Mm-hmm. It's this wonderful and terrible <laughs> mix they're, they're, of <laughs> of like triumph over reason. Of her nature, but also it's a crime against nature. It's right. like beautiful and westward facing, but it's also it continuously turns back to like decay and death. And it's Petersburg or it's Leningrad and then it's Petersburg again. It's right. like Russia in a nutshell in some ways. Like, what is it? What are we doing? And Peter starts it. Unsurprising. Peter. Peter. Dang it. He establishes the first museum there in St. Petersburg, full of his personal collection of weird, weird crap. So it's a him museum. It's kind of a him museum. It's more like a place to just keep all of his stuff. He's like, I need a storage unit. (laughs) Museum. (laughs) And uh, And we could charge money for people to look at my stuff. Like, sort of. Like, no one liked the city at first because it's just a death trap. Uh, Well, and like in the middle of a place that they've never used or liked. Right. Uh, But he made people go by... Louisiana. Sort of, yeah. But cold. Yeah, worse. Like if Louisiana was actually kind freezing. of like freezing and nasty. Just, I can't even imagine a cold swamp. Yeah, you can. Once you visit my hometown. Never been there. <laughs> I know. So I can't imagine. You're going to come with me and I'm going to show you what it feels like. <laughs> You'd be like, look how terrible it is, the cold swamp. The same thing. Uh, I mean, where I live is actually an estuary, but it does have swamp-like aspects to it sometimes. You just have to go out into the woods far enough. You're saying words I don't know. Keep going. Anyway, so to make people go to his museum, he would offer them glasses of brandy, and it worked. And people were like, I guess. I guess I'll go. Oh, there's booze? I'll go. Oh, there's Wait, what is it? Is there booze? That's how Mormons are with food. If you say there's (laughs) any food at any activity, they're like, I'm never going to that. And they're like, we have snacks. And it's like, what time is it? Where do I have to be? Uh, What is it? You're going to feed me? Brandy? Or like when we were in college, anytime mm, they were like, yeah, they were like, come to this uh, this meeting for this club. We have no. pizza. 
Oh, pizza. Oh, pizza? Mm, yeah, I'll stop I'd love by. to be in the business club. Yeah. yeah, I'll stop by. I love economics. I, I won't actually be in your Sorry, club. Sorry, what was it? Art club? But no, I love, I love art. I love art. Oh. Um, I love not killing Jews. Yeah. Sorry, do you have pizza? I'm just here for the pizza. I just, <laughs> I'm just here for the pizza, honestly. I really just love Italian culture. <laughs> I just I like some pizza. Ah, uh, Mussolini is my brother. <laughs> Mussolini. I, I love oh. him. <laughs> Sorry, was this the history club? I, I think I might have the wrong room. You have pizza though, right? What is this? But Engineering there is pizza. I love it. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Everyone in college is starving and poor. We're all pizza. Yeah, college is just a town of serfs. Yep. That's why they're always radicalizing and trying to overthrow things. That's true. It's a lot in common. Yep. Anyway, so it's this museum is called the Kunst uh, Kamera. It's the first museum in Russia. I like how many syllables there were. Like Kunst. I don't think you need like a little glottal stop in the middle. I just happened to. I like it. Because I wanted to get the T. And it was completed, established in 1727. It's a really pretty building. It's it's very like French style, European. It's kind of like white and right on the river and kind of a. It's white, just like French people. It's on the river. It's white and like like a green color. It's like somewhere between mint and sea foam. Oh, pretty. And sage. It's very pretty. Uh, It hosts the Peter the Great Museum of Anthropology and Ethnography, which is a way of saying all of Peter's really weird crap. Here's the Museum of Peter's Garbage. Of Peter's Garbage. You want to look at it? $20. It's just, it's wild. It's so weird. What's he got in there? He issued a decree mandating the collection of rare artifacts. Okay. Everything that is very old and unusual, he said, from the far corners of the empire. And he's like, just send me all of your interesting stuff. Your weird stuff. I want it. Uh, and he was he was one of those rulers who were really into genetic curiosities and just like uh, weird nonsense that right. the natural world spits out sometimes. Nice. Uh, so included in this is a collection of teeth that he pulled from people who caught his attention. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's the first example of stuff in this museum. Oh. I'm going to tell you. Uh and then there were like boring things like two-headed calves and okay uh it, it's so strange to me cuz he's not the only european like monarch to do this of course uh he collected uh little people of course living ones like i don't think yeah. they weren't like dead and pickled yeah. or anything sure uh but he had them just like all converge on St. Petersburg. Well, that has to be crazy for him because he's, he's so, so big. He's so big. He he's just like, look at the tiny baby. He loved anyone that was shorter than him. Right. Which is most everyone, people. but especially them. Yeah. The shorter rest, the better. The rest of his uh, chamber of curiosities included pickled body parts, Siamese twins, two-faced babies, giant skeletons, pickled lizards and frogs, old dental instruments, fetuses, infant corpses, a realistic eye made from glass, antler bone and metal. And uh, his tooth collection included one from a bishop and one from a, quote, fast messenger, who I don't think was fast enough. Yeah. He uh, he killed his son. Who is a traitor to Peter. Mm. He caught, uh, I think it was his wife, had a lover, and he killed the lover and cut his head off and put it in a jar by the window so she could see it. Horrible. I think he might have done the same to his son, but I don't remember. Like cut off his son's head and did that for his wife too? Oh, no. Like uh, he put the wife's lover in a jar. Killed the son's lover too? No. No. He maybe did that to his son. 
Oh, put his head in a jar. Yeah. I'm not sure, though. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Uh, he died of a ruptured bladder. Great. And just before he died, he said, I leave everything to... And then he never finished the <laughs> sentence like a complete a-hole. <laughs> My cats. Because <laughs> he killed his son. Great. Yeah. Was that his only son? Uh, was, yeah. His only heir? Yeah. Good. Great. That's good. I think maybe he had like another one, but he wasn't as good. <laughs> the garbage. The spare son is not like the, supposed to be used. The spare child. Yeah. And they weren't great. Oh, he was a wig snatcher. Let me pull. Let me pull. Oh, he just pull off people's wigs? He pulled off people's wigs. Just for fun? Kind of just for fun. For funsies? Just like for funsies. See, I want to be like, oh, he's just goofy. Ha ha. And then it's like, oh, and then he blew people up and cut off people's heads and then made right. people look at it. And I'm like, no. What? No. Excuse Peter. Oh, let me find it. down, buddy. Uh, da, 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 da. Why is this writing so small? So this is from a memoir of the life of Peter the Great. Uh, and it says, uh, one time being rainy and weather when they were at, uh, so it's like rainy out. He's just wearing like his own hair, it says. He's just his normal head. He's okay. not wearing anything. He reaches, oh, like he doesn't have a hat on. He doesn't have a hat on. Okay. He reaches out and pulls off the great wig from one of his dukes and puts it on himself to cover him from the rain. And he doesn't give it back. Oh. Yep. And, and what's the other guy going to say? Like, uh, give it back. Yeah, that's my way. He's like, oh, okay. Also, it's way easier to spot wigs if it's from above people. <laughs> He's so tall he could just take his pick. Yeah. But it's like, not the that's fir- a wig, that's a wig, that's a wig. It's not the first or last time he does that. Oh, Peter. Uh, there's a story, uh, and they mention it when he's, uh, um, oh, on his second journey to Holland, He's attending a service of some kind. And it was convenient. Yeah, like church, divine service. And Peter made uh, the, like, the person who was, like, giving the talk, the sermon, Mm -hmm. uh, sit down with him. And he listened to the preacher, and he's, like, really intent. And uh, while the whole congregation's watching, he, his head gets cold. Apparently. And Peter, it says, apparently unconscious of what he was doing, took the large wig which flowed over the shoulders of the sermon person off his head and put it on his own to the astonishment of the good people of the town. Church in another country. (laughs) When the sermon ended, Peter restored the wig and thanked the person with an inclination of his head. This is. This is why people think you're a barbarian. <laughs> you go to another country, go to their church, you're like, I need to borrow this. My head is cold. Yoink. It's <laughs> not normal. Uh, apparently one of the nobles told the guy that the czar was unmindful of such matters and that it was a common custom with him when at church. <laughs> to as, borrow people's hair. <laughs> as often as he felt his head cold to take off someone's wig or another and anyone who happened to be in reach. What a weirdo. Uh, that's Peter. He's so great. Peter. And then after a while, he's like, you should call me the greatest. And they're like, I guess. Okay. Peter the best. Peter the okayest. Peter the okay. Yep. Peter the wig snatcher. Peter the drunk. Peter the drunk boy. Peter the you won't like me when I'm drunk. Peter the western fetishist. Peter the pretends to be a carpenter named Peter. <laughs> Peter the undercover Peter. 
<laughs> You'll, they'll never guess. <laughs> never guess. Brilliant. <laughs> they'll never know it was me. I wish it was something like more different, but also just barely like Pietro. <laughs> like his evil name is Pietro. Maybe Peter Mikhailov is his midnight name. Yeah. That's me when I only drink moonshine. That's his clubbing name. <laughs> his club name. <laughs> when I'm out when with the out boys. The and then he's stealing people's wigs. And they're like, how many can we stack up? How many? How many can we stack? Hey. 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 Get me back in that wheelbarrow, guys. <laughs> Send me down the wheelbarrow. Yeah. In the hedge. That's the thing too. Wheelbarrow is not like something you can put him in and like let go. You, someone has to be holding it up and <laughs> carting him the whole time. And he's got to weigh a lot. He's so tall. Yeah, he's a big boy. Oh man! And they're all so drunk. Doing that. Well, that's why they had like six of them that were broken <sighs> and lost. They never found you just some lose of them. A wheelbarrow. <laughs> why were there so many wheelbarrows around for them to lose? Because <sighs> they kept breaking them, and he had to get a new one. Yeah, he's like, so uh, all those wheelbarrows, they're they're gone. They're Bye. just they're just gone. We found one, but you don't want to see it. It's no. a loss. It's um I don't know how they did that to the wheel, but uh it's square now. It's kind of bent. Yeah. It's a different it's uh it's like inverted. They like flipped it somehow. It's like in a shape of a K. Uh yeah, but also kind of looks like a cat. It's kinda you know cats. Like it's like you, a if, cat. It's like if you squinted and turned your head a little, it kinda looks like a cat. Kind of a cat. <laughs> It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> are you high right are now? Are you high? It's like, that'll be $60,000. Good night. <laughs> Good night. 250 pounds. And he goes upstairs to his room and like takes a nap. Uh, why is the rum always gone? <laughs> I need it right now. Need, but they drank all of it in the bowls. <laughs> they drank all of it in the bowls. Uh, I like the idea that he gave them cups and they were like, too small. What I have to keep refilling you it. Have something Useless. Else. And he's like, uh, bowls, Useless. and they're like, perfect. Uh, finally, normal Bowl. cup size. <laughs> bowls will do. <laughs> bowls will do. <laughs> uh, so that's Peter the Great. Yep. What a weird child. Uh, royals are so weird. They are weird. It's just because I think it's that everyone's weird, and they just don't have the same inhibitions. Yeah, they they don't have to free. not do things. Yeah, they're free. All so the they things do whatever you ever wanted to do. Gosh. Like, every time you tell me, man, I wish I could just break all those wine bottles yeah. when we're at the store. That's, and that's immediately what I thought. <laughs> I was like, if I was royalty, I would just go into stores and just break wine bottles. And everyone would be like, very good. Okay. Very, oh, it's lovely to see you today. Yeah. Please come again. <laughs> Please come again. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they have someone who's, they, they know when I'm coming, so they have someone scheduled who that's their whole job is just mm-hmm. to clean up the wine bottles that yeah. I break. And it's like an honor. Yeah. Oh, the the empress came and broke one of our bottles. Oh, thank you. That's very nice of her. She seems to be favoring the Josh lately. <laughs> the wine Josh is her favorite to break. She loves breaking the Josh. <laughs> I love that you immediately were like, you know how you always tell me you want to break wine bottles? <laughs> I'm like, yep. Yeah, that is what I want that to do. That is exactly what That's I want to do. Of. Anyway. Any compulsion. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Snatch that guy's wig. Just take just it. Just snatch him. I mean, who's going to stop you? Yeah. It's it's almost admirable that all he did was snatch wigs. Also, like... And then murder a lot of people. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, ugly fashion trends that if I could make them illegal, I probably would. <laughs> I, no, tax them. Do that's, that. That was that's the wise. True. That was a wise thing he that's did. That's true. I'm so impressed with Get him rid- for... I will make it so none of the people near me can wear it, and yes. then I will tax them. Right. Smart. 
you would have like the balls on the people that would just pay the tax and be near and him. Still wearing. Their I don't ugly think there outfits. were anyone who would do it. I oh, think. No, I'm sure it must have been just like they merchants and like rich church people, right? Who were like, I can afford it. I want my beard. Mm-hmm. I want it. all my my little neck I germs. Hide my Nazi tattoos, <laughs> even though the Nazis don't exist yet. Oh, right. Anyway, it's gonna be really embarrassing <laughs> in the future. Later, when they <laughs> when they discover Nazis, when they don't really take Leningrad, that's not built yet. Yep. Uh, anyway, <laughs> hope you enjoyed this. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Russia's weird and funny. I love Russia. They're so silly and it's also terrible. I love, I love <laughs> that's the, the dichotomy of Russia. Silly and terrible. Oh, Russia. Maybe one or the other. Sometimes both. I mean, that's the thing. It, it is both simultaneously. It's true. At the same time. It just, it's kind of like it, it shifts back and forth to how much funny and how much terrible. It's kind of like having two things in front of your face and just depending on how your eyes are focused, you see one or the other. Yeah. Like one of those, uh, like one of those patterned things where if you cross your eyes, like you see a The old lady and the young woman and those things. Yeah. Yeah. It's both. Russia, you're all things. The answer is eight. Peter, it was always you. Mm-hmm. You little beard man. Hater. Hater. <laughs> beard hating wig snatcher. Ship boy. Ship boy. <laughs> All right. That's, that's, Thanks for joining us. Email show. us, hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. Tell us if you like wig snatching boys. Would you snatch Tell us about wig? other weird royals that you know about if you do that we haven't yeah. talked about. I love talking about the goofy Looney mm-hmm. Tunes that they are. Especially if you know more that dress up like commoners, because that's the best one. They get so weird. They just and they love it. They just want to be normal so bad. It's like superheroes. Yeah. You're always like, why do you want to be normal? You have superpowers. You're <laughs> way better than normal. I just want to be a normal teen girl. No, no you, you don't. don't. It's horrible. <laughs> no, you don't. It's way worse. Because when you get dressed up like a normal person, you just go and do the things you do anyway. Right. You just do it in different clothes. And you just never have a reason to leave. Right. Because you're drunk the whole time. <laughs> Anyway, Maybe, bye. Bye. <laughs> Maybe you are a teenage girl. No, teenage girls are way nicer when they're drunk. Or just girls in general. Don't when drink they're drunk. when you're a teenager. Don't, not, not teens. Girls and drunk girls are uh, very okay. nice. Yeah. They're always ones who are like, I'm going to braid your hair. Oh, yeah. They're they're soft. And they're like, you're just, you're so pretty and I'm going to braid everything. Unless you're like um, Karen from My Fair Murder because she said she just get in a blind rage and just like freaking wreck people. Well, that's Karen. Yeah. Karen's got a bit of that Russian in her. <laughs> it's the Irish, I think. It's the people that should not be drinking. Yeah. Don't drink. Bye. Potato people. Don't drink potato people. <laughs> just lump it all together. Bye. 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 <laughs>